0: Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something, you gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something, you gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. Speak truth. Romans 12 uh, verse 2 says this, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You know, I believe that truth, truth is always going to be God's will. The truth is the truth, even if no one believes it. A lie is a lie, even if everyone believes it. The truth is the truth, even if no one believes it. A lie is a lie, even if everyone believes it. You see, the world is filled with imitations of wisdom that are actually snippets of evil designed to deceive us. We've got to be so very careful with what's going on out there in this world. We have to be so careful about the voices that we're allowing to go into our heads and into our minds. We have to be careful listening to different people, different, because uh, because you because we don't know always know where their perspective is coming from. There are so many hidden agendas in this world that we need to stay so close to God that we're able to discern the difference, right? See, remember this, a lie will always have a measure of truth in it. That's right. A lie will always have a measure of truth in it. So you have to be careful because So often, there's enough truth in it that if you're not careful, if you don't discern the truth and don't know the truth, then it sounds good. But then, of course, it veers off and it has its own uh, agenda. It it can be a deception that can take you down a wrong road. Uh, It may have enough truth in it but then it's not validated by the by the Holy Spirit in you as well, amen. Listen to your heart, listen to the Holy Spirit. When you're around certain people, be very careful because it may sound good, right? It may look like it's truth, but at the end of the day, you need to confirm it in your heart. If something doesn't, doesn't feel right, if, it's, if it doesn't settle in your spirit, then be very cautious going forward, right? I pray today that you will not be swayed by opinions that do not come from God. That's right, there's a lot of worldly opinions that really sound good. They have truth in it, they have all the right things, but let's. I'm praying that God will not sway you by what looks good, right? An opportunity, a door that opens. Listen, I wanna let you know that God does open doors but so does the enemy. The enemy opens doors to try to trap you, to try to uh, uh, hold you back from what God is doing, uh, from taking you off off the path that God has you on. And, And so often we see that happen all the time. It happened in the Bible all the time where men and women of God that were moving forward, that were called of the Lord. I mean, look at Jonah. Jonah got completely veered off mission from God and of course, it was blatant disobedience, right? He decided to go the opposite way of where God wanted him to go. But you see all the calamity, all the chaos that came from that could have just been avoided by being obedient. See, I believe that God wants us to know the truth. It's something we need to stay very close to. Many people sometimes will not like us or maybe misunderstand us because of the truth that we speak. Not only that the truth that we live. Oh, come on, somebody. Don't just speak the truth, live the truth. Mm, Come on now, because when you live it, just walking in the room, just in conversations, when you walk in a place, people can tell that you're different, that you're not like everybody else. It's so important for us to stand out and listen, and be bold with with your love, with your grace and your mercy. You know, for the next four Sundays, as we prepare uh, during this time of Lent, as we're going forward towards Easter, we're going to be talking about God's love. And that love, I believe that every one of us has in our hearts, because the Bible says that God has shed that love abroad in our hearts so that we could express it to others. That love is going to make such an impact. And, you know, when you walk in that love, you can start discerning the truth as well, right? Listen, drop this in the chat right now. The truth you speak reveals the lies they live. Oh, come on, somebody. The truth you speak reveals the lie they live. So sometimes we have to be so discerning and we have to be even cautious how we approach people with the truth. We want to make sure that it's love because many times they'll feel offended, not because you spoke the truth. It's because they're living a lie. And your truth just exposed it. Oh, come on, somebody. This is getting good. Listen, when you're in church or when you're actually uh, uh, preaching or teaching or just ministering to somebody, just know that sometimes the reason they respond the way they do is because they realize that they're walking in a lie and you're talking truth. Mm, come on now. And see, I believe part of, of, of speaking the truth is also praying, praying God's will. Praying God's will. As a matter of fact, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. In Psalms 122 verse 6, God's word says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Listen, I think this is so powerful. Even in the book of Revelation, it talks about how we handle uh, the, uh, Jerusalem, how, we, how we're a blessing to that nation as well. Listen, there's so much chaos. There's so many things happening in that whole region. Anything war can do, peace can do better. See, I believe one of the reasons that America, our nation, is so prosperous is because of our support of Israel. That's right. They are our allies. Uh, They are people that we're connected to, amen, politically. But even more than that, we're connected to them spiritually, that's right, and, and then when you read the Word of God, we realize. Listen, our, Jesus was Jewish. You know, a lot of folks talk about who, you know what kind of race Jesus was. Well, the Bible is very clear. He was he was a Jew. <laughs> I mean, and that's where that's where he was born, right? Born in Bethlehem. He was born to a, 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 a Joseph and Mary, and they were Jewish. See, and I and I believe that as we stay close. To those allies we support them in what they stand for. And you know, I've been there. And you know, so many things that you see in the news, it's so much propaganda. It really is, because I've been there and I saw how loving and caring these people are. Even those that are from other nations, like those that are, that are from uh, surrounding areas, right? The Arabs, the Arab people that live in Israel, they consider themselves Israelis. That's right. They'd rather live inside that city in peace with everyone around them than to be on the other side of those walls, which total chaos and tyranny and terrorism. See, Israel is a small nation surrounded by all these Muslim countries that want to destroy it. And I believe we need to start praying even greater, you know, the, uh, for our Muslim brothers. Listen, at the end of the day, many people are seeking truth. And of course, a lot of folks been raised in religion, you know, whether it be that religion or any other religion. But but if their heart is sincere, I believe that God wants to reveal himself to them as well. Amen. And we need to pray. Pray for those Muslim nations to come to Christ. As a matter of fact, a good friend of mine, who's a pastor in Pakistan, is saying that the Muslims are coming to Christ by the groves, by the thousands, every single day absolutely you know television and radio is reaching out across the borders and many are coming to Christ so we need to continue to pray for them continue to to know to know that god loves them that jesus died for the whole world the bible says that god so loved the world that he gave his son his son wasn't just given for us his son was given for everyone and we need to love them and pray for them and pray that god will visit our Muslim countries, and go in there and start moving through the, through the, his spirit, through his Holy Spirit. See, there is no path to peace. Peace is the path. There is no path to peace. Peace is the path. Oh, come on now. I am believing God to touch people all across our country, to begin with the church, to begin with pastors, to begin to preach the truth in love and grace and mercy. I believe that America is ripe. There was such a void that was created during this whole COVID thing. We were isolated. We were away from each other for a while. And, you know, I believe that that caused a void. And now that void is going to be filled by the Holy Spirit. And men and women of God who will begin to pray and believe for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We're starting to see little, little spots of revival throughout the nation. Second Chronicles 7.14 in God's word, it says this If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Oh, my goodness. This is so powerful. What a word God has given us here, a word for revival, a word that will change not only you and I personally, but it can change a whole nation if we gather together as one. Turn from sin and turn to God. Turn from sin and turn to God. You see, we live in a backslidden nation. That's right. Our country, well, the way, in the direction that we're heading, is really going quickly away from the Lord. But there's a remnant. Come on, somebody. There's a remnant that is still on fire for God. That still understands the transformation power of Jesus Christ, and that remnant is still moving forward. And you know that's why we have to be so open with our with our hearts and our minds, not just to receive from God, but to give out to others as well, because many are searching right now. You see, there's so many sins, the sin of abortion and gambling, uh, distortion of marriage, sexual immorality are now acceptable in our society. So the things that are now acceptable are the things that God detests. His word is so clear on so many of these topics that we're talking about today that we need to understand that that if we're opposing God's will and we're going against God's word, then we're heading in the wrong direction. See, America needs to repent and we as believers need to stand in the gap. That's right, we need to intercede for our nation, intercede for our neighborhoods and our cities, begin to intercede for the states that we live in, the nation of course, and then pray for the whole world so that the whole world will come to a place of repentance. I believe there's an end time harvest that is coming and we're right in the middle of it. We're right in the center of that harvest. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to start pouring himself out even greater upon all of us, not just in our churches, but also in our homes. Amen. Personally, uh, personal revivals are coming and happening everywhere. And as we gather together and we open our hearts and say, God, just fill me and use me. I believe God's going to do something powerful, not just in our lives, our families, but also our whole nation. Uh, Our churches will be lit. People will be lining up to come in because of the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe those days are coming right now. Repentance is not when you cry, but it's when you change. Mm, Come on somebody. Repentance is not when you cry, but it's when you change. Repentance is changing directions. The actual word actually means to change your mind. So before your mind can change, the Holy Spirit draws you in, amen, but when you change your mind, your direction changes, that's right, amen. See, many people come to repent, and there's a lot of godly sorrow, and you you could be at the altar weeping and crying out because you know you're not right with God, but we have to remember, it's not the crying that really is the evidence of repentance, it's the change. <laughs> come on, somebody. It's the changing of directions. It's moving towards God. And that really is the sign of true repentance. That's the sign that we know that not only have they come to a place of godly sorrow, where they're weeping and broken over their sin, but now they're also changing. They're taking action and going towards God. Proverbs twenty-eight thirteen says this. You will never succeed in life if you try to hide your sins. Confess them and give them up. Then God will show mercy to you. Mm, Come on now. Proverbs 28, 13. I got to say that one more time. You will never succeed in life if you try to hide your sins. Confess them and give them up. Then God will show mercy to you. Have a marvelous, marvelous day. Go out, listen, go out today and love radically. And always remember that when you're walking in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh, amen? God bless you.